All right. So last night was my mom's birthday, and we went out to dinner. And I'm I'm honored that Jason is with us today. Sean's always always here. Love it. Uh, but last night was my mom's birthday, and we're going out to dinner, and my sister and her family, Chris, uh, nephew Ben, my mom, are coming over to the house uh, beforehand, and I got champagne, going to do a little toast, and uh, Ben head out to dinner, which was just a few minutes from our house. So uh, my mom is the hardest person to buy gifts for anymore, and... A few years ago, I purchased what I thought was a great gift for her because she loves to cook and loves to be in the kitchen. And I found this neat sign, old-fashioned looking, kind of like a diner type sign. And it says, Grandma's Kitchen. Well, my mom has no filter anymore <laughs> and gave her the gift. And she's like, yeah, I, I don't really like this. And I'm like, man, I can imagine. I can only imagine if I if I said that to a gift my mom bought me. But okay, you don't like it. I've just I tried to return it, and then because I waited too long, I couldn't I couldn't get anything for it. So I thought, screw it, I'll just keep it. So it's just been in my garage in a box. And I decided, hey, they're coming over. You know what? I'm gonna hang the sign. <laughs> up in my house that is awesome so a couple things one i was really proud of myself because i was wearing pants and i'd be shoes proud of you for wearing pants too and a collared shirt and i'm all excited for my mom to come to the house and see that i'm in a collared shirt pants and shoes says nothing just says oh i see you still have the beard <laughs> And then walks in. Then she never saw the damn sign. Oh, I bet she did see it. No, she didn't, because we're talking. And I'm like, Mom, you were blind. You can't miss this. It's you walk into the house, you go, it's a straight entry, and then on the, the wall on the other side of the house, grandma's kitchen is it, it's a big sign. I'm like, Mom, you were blind. She's like, what? Look, what's above the happy birthday sign? Oh, my goodness, Chris. Christopher. And anyway, um, I thought you guys would get a kick out of that. One, I was wearing pants to Grandma's Kitchen. Anyway, let's there's start. There's a lot you could do with that sign. There's like, a you lot. You should keep that around. We'll That's get good. to it. All right. Let's and there's also a, the chance that Jackie has the best sense of humor of all of you guys that did see it the whole time. You're going to like stealth to you. You will right. hear about it in just a minute. Let's start the show, Robin. And now from high atop the Camelback Towers in Scottsdale, from the Star Worldwide Network Studios, a man whose life revolves around his family, sports, grilling, and bad jokes, your host of the Dad Podcast, talking all things dad, here's Chris Brewer. Yeah, so Jason, we have an exciting new beginning to our show that you just learned about. Even though you probably tune in every week, but Sean, actually do. Sean, I, maybe you. Okay, good. Sean and I know we uh, we catch up, a little banter, and then we start the show. And then we tell everyone about. Oh, uh, people! People on the street are going crazy over the new intro. 
I bet they are. They I mean, are. It's I, I, I can't walk down the street anymore. Because I was that. stopped three times at the Italian restaurant last night. What happened oh. to the Wahoo? Well, we we dropped it. We needed we needed more more time for juicy content. Yeah, I understand. And that was you missed, you missed that, oh, you missed there that it Jason. It was a big one. Speaking of juicy content. Oh Lord. No. Because this is this is about our We're jumping the shark already. No, we're not. This is about our old friend Chris Yarbrough, who used to be on the show. So Who's she? Who? <laughs> This was so great last night. This totally bombed in just the best way. So we're having a great dinner. Uh, nice patio outside. It's my mom's like favorite restaurant. Good conversation. I don't know why I brought up the show Webster. I still, I can't remember because why. Because you always do. I can't, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's always on the tip of your tongue. So <laughs> random. Yeah. Um, but I had brought up Webster, and then I believe Chris and my mom and Betsy were talking, and the story was going on forever, and I was getting kind of bored. So then during a, uh, a brief pause, I said, you know, I remember this one Webster, and then I described the whole this whole episode. So I described this whole episode of Webster. So that, again... Bad story. I remember on this one, one episode of Webster, guys, when his mom wanted to run a marathon, and then she opened the refrigerator, and a jar fell out, and it landed on her foot, and then she couldn't run in the marathon. But Webster did, and he finished the whole race, and it was a really powerful Webster and then Chris goes, well, remember Carson? And we're all looking at each other like, what? And he's like, Carson. I'm like, Johnny Carson? He's like, no, you remember the show Carson? And Betsy's like, for him. Betsy's like, what the hell are you talking about? And he's like, I'm just trying to add on. Chris was talking about Webster, so I thought I'd bring up Carson. A, a good episode of Carson. And she's like, that's the shittiest uh, add-on I've ever heard of. It doesn't even, we're all like, that doesn't make sense. He's like, I was just trying to add on to Webster. And Webster made sense? And then we're like, Chris, I, what are you talking about? And then he's, pa I see him pause for a second. He's like, oh, I meant Benson. <laughs> 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 that's hysterical. It was, I thought he was just making something no, up. No, it was so bad. I could see his frustration. Betsy is just making fun of him. I believe my mom even made fun of him, and he's just sitting there. No, guys, remember Carson? Yeah, he had the wrong show. Is that a show? I've never heard of Carson. It's not a show. He had the wrong name. He was thinking of okay. Benson. I thought he was making it up, but actually he meant Benson. He meant Benson. You knew, and then I did say this little bit of trivia. Well, who, 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 Benson was a uh, butler in, in a yeah. fancy, fancy yeah. house. Yeah, that was, it was good, another it was another one show. of the racist shows. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> another one of those racist shows. Mm -hmm. This we were strictly sticking to the comedic theme of both shows. Well, I'm here now, so yes, that's you gone. are. 
Uh, That's good. A little bit of trivia. Do you know what comedian had a short run on Benson and I believe was fired? Sinise. Who? Gary Sinise. <laughs> Carson? No. <laughs> no. Richard Pryor? No. Oh, my gosh, man. You can't say that. O.J. Simpson? Uh, no. He's still looking for the killer. Still. This is a very he's, famous he's, comedian. He's the only one who hasn't found him. This is, a, uh, this is a very famous comedian, and he was very young at the time. This has to be in the 80s, right? Well, Benson was in the 80s. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I mean. He's still, he's still relevant. <clears throat> Rick Schroeder. Yes. Everybody knows Rick Schroeder's comedy, so excellent guess. Kevin Hart. No. Do you want me to just start naming comedians? Jerry start... Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, he had a, he had <laughs> he was on there for a little bit. Anyway, would have never guessed. Uh, and neither did they. <laughs> never so would have guessed. It wasn't Ricky Schroeder. No, it was not Ricky Schroeder. No. Uh, but OJ still is looking for the killer. Was okay. it Carson? Uh, uh, Tony Carson. Very, oh, very the, short the run off-Broadway. Yeah, uh, yeah, anyway, right. yeah. well, I got I to gotta fill you guys in, and I know the listener is dying to hear this. Where was I on Monday night? Sean and I know. I know. Spit it out. Chase Field. I was at Chase Field. World Series. But I wasn't even like... It wasn't just the World Series, okay? I got to say, that looks like an incredible stadium from the TV. That looks like a cool stadium or ballpark, I, whatever I, you want to call it. I like it when the roof is open. I don't like it when the roof is closed. Interesting. That looks neat. You're uh, such a prima donna. You're into the World Series and your comment is... When the roof is open versus closed, that you like the stadium. That has nothing to do with my Monday evening. That's a comment on the stadium. No, that that, what, that, that that was that was my bad for bringing up the stadium. No, tell us about the tell us yeah. about the World Series, Chris. Okay, so let's so good to be back. My my best <laughs> friend growing up, uh, Amit Ahuja, uh, very successful with the company Adobe. And Adobe does a lot of software stuff with Major League Baseball, the NFL, PGA Tour, all kinds of stuff. Even with us here. Okay, there you go. I've heard of them. They, they, uh, they do some stuff. They're, yeah, yeah they're, they make PDFs. They're not making post-it notes. They're, they're doing stuff. And Amit calls me uh, the, towards the end of last week. He's like, hey, I'm thinking about coming out for the World Series if I could swing another ticket, would you want to go? And I'm like, of course. He's like, well, let me work on it, and I'll, and I'll keep you posted. So then he sends me a text. He's like, okay, uh, it looks like it's happening. And Tuesday, we're going. So not only were we going to the World Series, the person who got us these passes, he works directly with the commissioner of baseball. Like, he, he's in his office. 
This guy got us passes to Major League Baseball's pre-World Series party at uh, this really fancy hotel right outside of uh, Chase Field. We're on this rooftop bar, pool. There's like five different food stations, uh, bars everywhere. And everybody, guys, that is there is either an executive for a Major League Baseball, probably an ex-player. Or tennis coach. Or some sort of director of racket sports at a country club. That's all <laughs> that that's all that was there. Uh, I was pinching myself like, holy crap. So we do that. And then we're like, we should, we should head over to the stadium. So we're walking to the stadium. And Amit is saying, you know, I don't even really know where our tickets are. They're on his phone. Uh, we'll just, let's just go to, the, go to the entrance here and we'll see where we need to go. And so we listen to the national anthem and then we, we enter and they're like, oh, yes, you can, you can enter here and go up this escalator. And I can't remember the name of it, but it had the word sweets in it. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't think we're, I don't think we have just tickets. I think we're going to a suite. So we keep walking. You're a real detective. And <laughs> <laughs> it's great to have you back, Jason. Now I have been in a. Says what we're all thinking. I have been in a suite before. So there's like suites, and then there's suites. Sweet. We are in Major League Baseball's private suite. This suite is probably three times as large as this studio. It's like, it, it, I don't know, take your bedroom, Jason K, and times it probably by like five or six. This, this room Wait, is... Just give us some square footage. We have no idea how big Jason's bedroom I, is. I had... I do. <laughs> The suite was huge. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. It was, it, so I'm thinking to myself, we're at the World Series. We're at Major League Baseball's suite. That would be like being in the NFL suite at, at the Super Bowl. It, you, <clears throat> you can't get any higher at the game than where, where, we, where we were. Limp. But the... <laughs> The funny thing was, that was horrible. <laughs> okay, so it's the sweet food everywhere, drinks everywhere. And then outside the suite are two rows of seating. So at midnight, we want to actually watch the game. We sit down front row. No one's in front of us. Clear shot out uh, to the field. But then if you look behind you, everyone in the suite, because again, these are all executives, suits. You would have thought a dinner party was going on. Nobody's watching the game. They're all just they're all just doing business. They're networking. They were networking. I was not. I was eating a steak sandwich. And then another well, steak sandwich. Yeah. It was unbelievable. I'd like to bring some nuance to the conversation if I might. Okay. Well means. So we got some pretty cool pictures from you that night. 
Yep. Um, and then we got a picture, and it was the one that grabbed all of our attention of this random dude who you took a picture <laughs> of, and wish, all of us were no. like, that guy, number one, uh, you know, being the huge sports fan that everybody knows that I am, number one, I'm not surprised that I don't know who this guy is, but I'm sure that he's famous. And number two, this guy was pissed that you took his picture, which makes me even more sure that he's famous. I'm thinking he's probably like uh, the commissioner of baseball, maybe the present commissioner of baseball. I Or possibly uh, Taylor Swift's new boyfriend that I didn't know, like one of the baseball players. So I'm looking at this guy and I go, oh, I'm sure I'm not going to know who it is no matter what the story is. So I just kind of pass it on. But Sean does the same thing and he zooms in on this guy and he goes, I know I should know who this is that you took a picture of who's obviously super pissed off that you took his picture. Who is this? What was your response, Brewer? What was my response in the text? Yeah. Uh, I think I said something like, I should know who this guy is, but I don't. Yes, he was nobody. And he you were was somebody. so starstruck. He was that somebody. You were in those seats. No. You so, took a picture of some random dude who had the perfect expression to say how important he you know, he thought he should okay. have been. Okay. Cool. Well, no, he he was all. Chris was also saying that the picture wasn't even of him; no. it was of the room, and the guy just happened to be in the picture. This is correct. So, a couple, but he was front and center. But he was front and center in the picture. <laughs> okay, couple things here. One, I have no business being at either of these events. None. Well, okay, that's debatable. But go ahead. I had no business being at either. In that, again. These are all executives. There was no one in a jersey. I didn't even know if I could cheer when I we, would debate when, that when and we say were that sitting. You had more business being there than the executives because you were actually a fan. I appreciate. I, I appreciate saying. that. Yeah. But both events, the rooftop bar pre-party, and the suite at the game. Th this is not uh, a bunch of fans there, so. I didn't even feel comfortable taking a couple quick quick pictures because these guys are all there and used to being there. And here's uh, Johnny Fan Club in the corner trying to trying to take a picture of look look where I am, guys. Were you wearing flip flops? No. So that's funny that you say that. So when I called my mom to let her know about. I'm going to the World Series. And just like me walking... She told you how to dress. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So just like just like her coming to the house and... Oh, I see, I see you're still going with the beard. First thing out of my mom's mouth when I say, Hey, Mom, I'm, I'm going to be going to the World Series with a mitt. Well, you better get your act together, mister. <laughs> I'm like, I know... So that that weekend, I actually had to go out and buy pants and a couple. I love cu that you're couple college How old shirts. are you? You're, you're I'm 47 years old. I'm 47. Your mom is still telling you yes. you got to get your shit together. Yes, that's so awesome. You better shave and wear a belt, Chris. Uh, Put some pants on. <laughs> so I had a collared shirt on, a polo, uh, pants, no hat, no hat. Wow. Did you go to Kohl's and get some nice clothes for the occasion? I went to Nordstrom Rack. Wow. It's nice. still effort. 
That's where Sean probably shops. He's and and I wore Nike. And I wore Nike Dunks. I thought I looked good. Nike I bet, Dunks. I bet you looked great. It's the only. It's, not, it's the only Chase, shoe. Chase and I did see a picture I know. of you in a minute. You guys both looked dapper. Thank you. Yeah, I'm. I'm proud. I was proud to see you guys there and what you had on. I'll Jackie say, was too. I'll say this: this this is how good good looking I was that night. Uh, <laughs> Robin spitting out her drink. Uh, I had the Uber pick me up uh, from my house because I, I I didn't want to drive, so I took an Uber. Uh, beautiful Genesis picks me up. I didn't, I wasn't doing an upgrade or anything. And it's a female Uber driver uh, who didn't look like she should be driving Ubers. Looked more like at the country club or something. Uh, and I get in, back seat, sit down. She turns around. Mm, you smell expensive. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> I had it going on. To which you said? Uh, to I'm, going, I'm going to a suite at Chase Field is what he said. Be like, honey, you can't afford me. I, I took a nap. <laughs> <laughs> you smell it was so, expensive. Yes, that is awesome. That was a compliment. Wow. I, she was uh, searching for a tip is what was happening. Uh, I think she got 15%. Oh, good she, for her. Uh, no, but, it, you know, I'm by myself. This uh, Genesis car is so comfortable. I just kind of laid there with my eyes closed, listened to music, and enjoyed 30 minutes of just peace. And then I had to go do the VIP thing. You didn't ask her how long her beard was when you started to grow <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so funny that you just said that. My mind immediately went to when we got that Uber, in, and this is so off topic. We got that Uber in Vegas that the three of us picked up, and the music was so loud. This guy was so proud of his stereo that we couldn't talk to each other. For like 20 minutes, he <laughs> drove us to the hotel. And we were like, what the hell is going on here? He was and we get out and he goes, are you guys okay? Like, why didn't you guys talk at all? <laughs> was Anyway, off topic. Was sorry. this the Tesla? I don't remember. It was a nice car. Uh, he wasn't just proud of his music. I believe he was pr very proud of his body. Hmm. And his car, I believe there was a very tight-fitting uh, tank top on. And I don't, I can't call if if you take steroids or not. But I'm pretty sure he was he was there was some sort of supplement going on there. And he turned around and he looked at Chris and he goes, "You smell like pennies. <laughs> you smell expensive, Carson. <laughs> you smell poor, Carson." <laughs> I think I sat oh, in the so front. Bad. I think I sat in the front seat. You might have. I think that's why I I uh, noticed the guns, and his soft touch. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. So ba baseball. That's even part. I mean, as part of your World Series story, that's a great add-on, man. That's perfect. Um, thank you. Uh, and then we could have even gone to a post party after a Major League post Baseball Malone's party. Uh, it was at a really Post cool Malone place. Carl Malone was having a party? No. Yeah, Chris uh, was invited. Carl Malone was having, <laughs> Carl Malone. Was having a party. Uh, nice. There was a lot Good of pull. NBA stars there. Uh, Little mailman yeah. action. He delivered. <laughs> well done, Jason. Uh, wow. He didn't want to, Amit didn't want to go to it. I didn't, and I was fine with that. He's like, I don't feel like talking to work people any, anymore. 
uh, why don't we just grab grab a drink somewhere? So we did that. So just truly, I, I know we all have these. It, it'll go down as one of the best nights I've ever had in my whole whole life. And I'm there with a lifelong friend, uh, just the two of us, and it was incredible. It, it was truly an incredible uh, evening. So you saw the game where Gonzo and um, Randy threw, right? Yes. That's cool. Yep. That's cool. I mean, yep. that brings it all home. Even and though, we did see that. Even though they lost all three games, it still is a major accomplishment for such a young team to get to where they got to. I, I truly enjoyed it to the point that Betsy, Betsy's house had recorded the game last night. I had recorded the game last night, and we were both like, we are attempting the impossible here because we are at a restaurant full of televisions. Fortunately, they didn't have the sound on. I was at one of those places and was able to leave the restaurant not knowing the outcome of the game or the score. Well, that, must have been, that must have been challenging. So I started the game last night at about 8.45, it was a, that was a late night, but I watched the whole thing. Watched the whole thing, and that game was a lot closer than than the outcome. Let me interrupt really Chris, quick. You, I, you saying the last, you saying that that experience was one of the best of your life reminds me of I forget who was being interviewed last night after the game, but it was one of the uh, one of the Rangers, and he said, "Gosh, this is like the this is the best experience of my entire life." And then very quickly he said, "Well, except from getting married and having a baby." And both my wife and I at the same time said, ooh, good save. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me interrupt you really quick. Yes. I got to go. But yeah. uh, I love you guys more than you'll ever know. And we got to get a mitt on the show with us because I told him that we talked about him a bunch over the last year. And yep. um, he has time to take you to an executive suite. So he's got to have time to get on your show. Seriously. He, love you guys. Love you Peace. too, Jason. All right, man. Yeah. So great night great night Sean I knew and you were nice you sent sent a bunch of texts I knew you appreciated it uh absolutely also, that, was, that was fun to watch it just knowing that you guys were there yeah are you familiar with the term walk-up song I enough to uh, what I know what you're talking about yeah so Robin you you're you're a fan of baseball every player has yeah. their own walk-up yeah they, they, every they, they choose. i don't know when that started i i want to say like 10 years ago and now everybody has their walk-up song so i thought maybe after maybe after like build the room with wild thing or something like that <laughs> i thought what would yeah maybe uh i don't think they did walk-up songs in field of dreams i don't i don't think they were doing that uh i thought okay so I thought about it briefly. What would my walk-up song be? Alex actually hates this song. And I chose Twilight Zones, uh, or Golden Earrings, Twilight Zone. What do you think, Sean? That song gets me pumped up. I think it's a great intro. Might be. Did you hear it? No. No. Are you familiar with the song? 
the one thing that I can't hear for some reason gotcha. when Robin plays uh, plays recordings. Well, I got pumped. Robin was dancing. I, I, I can was tell. So you'll have to yeah. look up uh, Twilight Zone by Golden Earring. I'm put, I'm, I'm writing it down. Chris's if you if you had a walk up song, so you're getting introduced, your your patient is waiting for you, and then uh, someone is introducing you. Uh, what would your song be? Oh gosh, might be. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. Maybe, maybe a little Beastie Boys, Paul Revere, or something like that. Okay. Give it some thought. I want your walk-up song no, you, next you need, week. You, you, can't, you can't spring this kind of question on me. you got to give me some time to think. Oh, I know you're quick, Sean. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a text guy. I know, and you're quick with the text. Did you do anything for Halloween? And you said, uh, you, we, you, said you had questions for me, too. Well, I... Uh, you answered a lot of them because I wanted to ask you about the game and um, and just the entire World Series, you know, experience being a uh, um, an Arizona guy now, you know, and and, and just yep. that whole thing. Um, and it was it was definitely it was it was quite a ride. It was pretty exciting, just with the different it really was. the different the different levels of scoring. No, it really was. I I really thought the series series was going to go back to Texas. Yeah, and then last night at the at the very end, you know, one catch was missed. And, yeah, you know, that was big. Yeah, uh, the guy gets paid like a quarter million dollars a year to catch balls, and he missed a ball. It's no, it's not not good. Did you do anything for Halloween? Um, because your yes. kids, your kids I are went, grown now. I went, I went over to a a, a neighborhood that's uh, a, a local neighborhood that. Pretty much every trick or treater around goes to. So it was. It was just. It was one of the, you can't walk down the street without running into people. Um, so it was. It was fun. We we went to a house there, and every time we actually went to the house of a local principal. So it was kind of like she's kind of like a star in the neighborhood, as you can imagine. Okay. And um, just a bunch of trick-or-treaters and every time trick-or-treaters came up from the school, they all needed to sing songs in order to get a treat. And it, oh, it, wow. it, was, it, was, it was, it was kind of fun. Yeah. You um, live like in a cool, <laughs> cool neighborhood. That's like America. That's rare anymore. It was. Yeah. This neighborhood's neat. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kind of like that a little, a little bit overboard. We, we always talked about, uh, living there maybe and it's just like no it it, it would be way too overboard for us <laughs> um i get that but uh yeah that's about all i did that's, that's okay. what we did for halloween besides that i worked and um yeah and then i i worked through the entire weekend last weekend so it didn't didn't get much yuck other halloween stuff so how about you yeah i asked that because uh this we took and watch baseball okay yeah and and we I had to do the same thing because people had like screens on their garages or they or they rolled out a TV onto their driveway and were handing out candy. And I'd have to plug, you know, put no, 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 plug, you know, plug your ears. Didn't didn't see the score again. Uh, came back to uh, see, you know, a 10 one uh, turn into 11 seven. But uh, no, it was 
I got a little sad because Alex and I took Hudson trick-or-treating. He's in the fourth grade, and, I'm, and you know, others are in junior high. Uh, oldest is at college, and we've got our fourth grader, Hudson, and I was like, man, this could be the last year we ever go trick-or-treating with, with one of our kids. He's, right, mm-hmm. he's going to be right on that cusp of like fifth grade is when it really starts to move into another direction and fifth grade will be maybe he'll want to do that or maybe he's going to want to go trick-or-treating with his friends so uh, as we're doing the whole evening I'm trying to take it in as much as possible and I'm taking some pictures because I'm like this really could be the last time we we ever do this uh, we had a great night. Uh, we had a ton of fun, and he was really proud of himself because he counted his candy, and he got exactly 200 pieces of candy. <laughs> he, was, oh, wow. he was super pumped. I think he did a fist in the air. He's like, I got 200. Uh, so that was cool. And then, and then we again, I recorded the game, and then we came back and uh, watched the game. It was a it was a nice night. Great, yeah. It, it was funny actually. I, I remember uh, earlier in that afternoon, just having a couple of kids now that are just aged out of it, like you were saying. Um, you know, my wife who wor- works at a school, I I, I kind of knew the answer to this question, but I was like, "Are they still doing it? Is Halloween still a thing?" And I was kind of thinking, yeah. I mean, I, I, number one with the age of our kids, but also just COVID and whatnot, and. Um, it wasn't until I went to this neighborhood and saw all the trick-or-treaters that I was just like, all right, Halloween still exists. Oh, I think, I think it does. I, I really yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, there so. was a lot of trick-or-treating, uh, in our neighborhood. The thing that's changed, nobody ever, I mean, ever when we were growing up, did the set out on the driveway thing. You always went to the door, rang the doorbell, trick or treat. They handed you one or two pieces of candy and then you then you went on. Now it's more. I think there were more homes with people sitting out on the driveway Mm -hmm. and doing that than staying in their staying in their house. And, And maybe that's more prevalent here because it's so beautiful in in Arizona this this time of year. Right, yeah. Uh, it might be cold in California. I'd, chilly, you know, it, I don't it, know. It, it happens to be gorgeous and hot right now. Like the Santa Ana winds are here. So um, Yuck. it's actually, I mean, it's it's very beautiful out in the evening. It's too, a little too hot during the day, but it's beautiful at night right now. Okay. So trick-or-treating time happened to be, this year happened to be great. And then I don't know when this started. So I, I, I'm not complaining, uh, but... The people who make like a thing out of it, they may even, I got served like some chili and then they had coolers where the kids could pick out a soda or the adults could pick out a beer. When did that start? Five years, I don't know, 10 years ago? I I don't know when that started, but uh, yeah. we That never happened. The house that I was at, now keep in mind, I live in a house that, we didn't get a trick-or-treater all, all, all night. And wow. we could have left a bowl outside of our house and it still would have been there because, I mean, no one comes to our house. It's just the neighborhood that we live in. But um, 
the house that we were at, I mean, there was a line of kids out the door the entire night. And and the the man that lived there needed to go to the store, I think, twice to reload on candy. It could be the dead bodies removed from your next door neighbor it could about be. a year ago yeah, where they're the like, we don't, still, we don't go down the street. <laughs> you know, I did hear one complaint from somebody about trick-or-treating that they had no kids and they believe that trunk-or-treat ruined it for their neighborhood. I don't like trunk or treat. I believe I actually I believe that uh, they do they, trunk like, or Robert, treat. Are, are you saying it ruined it for their neighborhood because they just do that instead now and yeah. don't trick or treat? Yeah, there's there's places that do like where I live now outside of town. The fire station did a trunk or treat and people brought their cars there. The kids walked around and they did that instead of trick or treating because where I live, a lot of the houses are kind of far away and it's certain neighborhoods that you can go in and there's maybe fifty houses, but. They've started doing trunk or treats to make it easier and probably, you know, especially with baseball going on that night, what's the easiest way to do it? Get the kids yeah, in the parking lot, 20 cars, you're done, go home, watch baseball. But it's not the same. It's not the same, no. Because that's, I, that's why you get the costumes I, on. I've heard some people say trunk or treat, oh, it's safer for the kids. And I'm like, oh, my God, give me a break. Someone can still put a razor blade in the candy. You just, just don't know where it comes from. Trick or treat. Right. Let, go back to the old-fashioned yeah. way. I, I, w- I would say that I blame trunk or treating on um, Trump. parenting. And, you know, and, and, and parents being lazy. overly anxious about yes. nothing. Or lazy. Or, or both. lazy. Or both. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'd like I, to say and instead of or, but yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't. If we were to go to a trunk or treat, it would be in addition to. Like right, it, yeah. like maybe there's a neat trunk or treat thing on Friday or Saturday night. We could go to that, but we're still we would. I would still say we're going trick or treating. Right. Trunk or treat. Yeah. Trunk it's, or treat. It's what I've seen more and more of now. Is you yeah. know people are getting pissed off about it on Facebook. They're talking about it. Oh Lord. Yeah. It's like where's all the trick or treaters? I bought like. 25 yeah. bucks worth of candy and there's nobody here. No, I love seeing all the kids kids out there trick-or-treating and having fun. I loved it during COVID when kids were still doing it. And I was like, way to go, Mom and Dad, letting them do it good. <laughs> Sean, you have any more questions for me? You said you wanted to interview me. Again, you, you answered so many of my questions through... Um... I'm very topical. Well, I wanted to ask you about the main thing that I wanted to ask you about was Webster, actually. And then and then you just. Uh, destroyed that entire questioning that I had about it, because well, you answered all my questions. The thing with Webster, most people consider it a comedy. I, I thought it was a drama. Always hitting something. It, it really it really yeah. did always it really did always bring a tear to your eye regardless. My parents did a good job raising me, but I think more, most of my learnings came from either Benson or Webster. Some Mr. Belvedere. Mr. Belvedere, really? Yeah. Hmm. He, he, he knew how to bring it home. He did. Yeah. Okay. He did. Name. Okay, we're going to play this since you have no more questions for me. You've got you've got five seconds. No, ten. I'll give you ten seconds. You got to name three '80s comedies that we have, and you can't use any that we've mentioned. Go. 
Hunky Brewster. Um, Five seconds. Small Wonder. Three. Was that a comedy? Two. And um, Full House. Was that in the 80s? Okay, you just snuck that in there. TGIF. Was that 80s or 90s? That was 80s. Full House? That was late 80s. Late 80s, early 90s. I'd have to look that up. We need Travis here, our fact checker. I think that I remember watching it in in junior high, which would have been like 89, right? Yeah. So you had Full you House. You had Perfect Strangers. Family Matters. Family Matters. Full House was 1987. 1987. Okay. Uh, just the, Just the Ten of Us. Was that a TGIF show? Oh, yes. Uh, probably my favorite. Well, no, Perfect Strangers was probably my favorite. Step by Step. That was Perfect a good one. Perfect Strangers. We've mentioned Three's a Company, but we haven't mentioned Three's a Crowd. You, that's so funny you mentioned that. I don't, re- I don't remember that show. And I, for some reason, I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago. Uh, for some reason, I'm on this Three's Company fan group on Facebook. I'm like, why did you join this? You barely even watched the show. <laughs> uh, and someone posted, just today, Three's a Crowd should have never been canceled. This was a great show. I have no recollection of this being a program. It was John Ritter, the woman he married, and her father. Got it. Okay. So whatever that whole thing. But it, huh. yeah, it was a girl that he married and her father. I believe that was the show. I always thought uh, Jack should have married Janet. I really did. Yeah, why did that happen? Come on. And now that I'm in this group, I will say this. I didn't appreciate uh, her at all. Janet was hot. Yeah, it's too bad. I didn't. I, I, I think you were supposed to be looking at the blonde, and I never thought any right. of them were that cute. Like Suzanne Summers, yeah. I was like, eh. And Joyce DeWitt still looks amazing. She does. Yeah, just a different yeah. color hair, but her face, I mean, just amazing. Yeah, I'm putting it out there right now. Janet, Janet is hot. Kind of like, I, I forget the uh, these actresses' names also, but um, with Gilligan's Island, there, there was, you know, Ginger, but then yes, Marianne. Marianne. Was, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you, you didn't really look at her either, but now looking at her, she's like, wow, she was cute too. Yeah, she was. Don Wells and Tina Louise. Can you, you think, go. can you come up with a dumber show? Um... Like if you were you were given the task, we need you to come up with a dumber premise than Gilligan's Island. That would be hard. There's no that is the stu- and I watched it. Oh, I loved it. I yes. did too. It made no sense. Really, you can't be saved. You're making like a radio. The Globetrotters are the coming Globetrotters, to visit you. but nobody can save you. <laughs> Fantastic. It was horrible. Uh, Mr. Ed was pretty dumb. And I loved that show. Famous Mr. Ed, yeah. Do you know how they got Mr. Ed to talk, the horse, to make it look like he was talking? Peanut butter. Damn it. Yes, good job. They put peanut butter on the roof of his mouth. They d- Interesting enough, same thing with Mr. Belvedere. Yeah. <laughs> It's the only way it worked. All right. Uh, let's, okay. Three 80s dramas. 
I don't even know if I could do this. I can do it. Okay, you got ten seconds. Dallas Dynasty and, and Falcon Crest. Falcon Crest. Yeah, all three go. soap operas. I never watched. Well, I, I was too young. I wasn't allowed to watch any of those. Oh, those were just like all over the place, though. You know, everybody had to watch it. Uh, my parents watched Dallas. I was only allowed to stay up to listen to the song because I liked the song. And then they flew over Cowboys Stadium. And I thought that was neat. And then, and then I knew it was time to go to bed when the song was over. And then there were the shows, the, I, I don't know what you would call these, but the like, you know, A-Team, MacGyver, Magnum P.I. type shows. Okay, interesting fact. Uh, we're really going uh, deep here at the end of the show today. A lot of people, I read this on my Three's Company Facebook page. It, the A-team killed uh, Three's Company. So Three's Company's ratings were starting to go down, and then the A-team started and just obliterated everybody. I, I, I guess it was on a Wednesday night. And uh, some hard, hard-hitting fact-checkers said that the A-team uh, was the final nail in the coffin for Three's Company. Another mm. show I wasn't allowed to watch. I, I think Mr. T may have been at some of the World Series games. I think. I, I saw him on TV okay. for something. He uh, looked pretty good. I, and I wasn't allowed to watch Dukes of Hazard. That's too bad. Do you, How, are you, do you, watch, the, do you watch it now? No. However, and this made no sense. So I'm not allowed to watch Dukes of Hazard. However, my devout Mormon friend Michael Melzer, his family all watched Dukes of Hazard together. So I knew that if I was at Michael Melzer's house, I could watch Dukes of Hazard. And I was shocked that I was that they that they watched it. When I think of our Mormon friends, I don't think of him. Uh, this was in elementary school. So yeah. this was, I was like in fifth grade. This was the year that I tried, he and I tried to start the uh, football league in the neighborhood by gotcha. going door to door. Well, maybe the family saw through all of the other junk in that and, re and realized that there was good family values within the Duke family. You know? It could, yeah, it could have been. Yeah, there was there was good family values between Uncle Jesse and the girl and the guys. They had they were a tight knit family, even though there was a lot of craziness going on. I can't tell you one thing that ever happened on that show. I have I I don't I don't know if I enjoyed it that much. Well, that's where Daisy Dukes were born. Yeah, I do think some of the scenes were filmed in Thousand Oaks, Sean. I think most 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 of it was filmed around where, yeah. where we're from. Yeah, yeah. The show that I loved. And I would like to introduce it to my kids. I don't even know. I, I don't think they'd appreciate it. Uh, I truly loved Chips. Chips was good. That show kicked I, ass. I liked Chips as well. Ponch and John. Right. Short. Uh, they were always. Yeah. I loved that show. You got any other shows from the 80s? I have, I have no idea how we got onto this topic. I guess it was Webster. You have another 80s show that you just loved? Shows were way better then. I loved Perfect Strangers. Perfect I think Strangers was good. Show, Sean, you are proving your point that you are not quick. 
I think, I am. Yeah, yeah, you well, are yeah, doing really, it right, we, literally right now. They made better shows back then because there were less channels to watch. Yeah. And now there's too many channels to watch, so it, everything gets watered down. But to your point on Dukes of Hazard, shows typically had a, had a point, especially like shows that were geared towards more, like towards towards kids. The parents weren't stupid. There was some sort of lesson being learned. There might be some great hilarity, but a lesson was being learned, and uh, you were better for it for watching it. Cosby Show did that. Cosby Show, yeah, that that was a that was family appointment television. Two two very professional parents raising kids without without a nanny, <laughs> uh, and somehow never worked. So, yeah, one was an attorney, too. one was a doctor, and somehow they were always home. Perfect life. All right, Sean. So, Sean, I'm going to take you up. You said you wanted to interview me. That is your homework. We're going we're gonna to get into some hard-hitting questions next week from you. Okay. You Here got go. it? Yep. This will be fun. This will be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. All right, I am too. I might even wear pants. Please do. You're in studio. All right, Sean. Drop mic. It's been real. Drop mic. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the Dad Podcast with Chris Brewer. Join us next time as we continue our conversations about everything dad. Right here at StarWorldWideNetworks.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.